Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia to follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. So excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies, TV shows, and I also do random other geeky films. Occasionally, not so geeky ones too. And I also like to mix things up once in a while by not reviewing anything. Hope you enjoy Smash Trivia Presents The Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening if they can please do sign for me. Please share the hell of this podcast with all your friends. If you don't, Hulk will be angry. And Smash Trivia has a Patreon too, so please check that out. We have some fantastic extra content on there. I bet you'll have a Hulk smashing good time. The tiers are as follows. $1 a month is Hulkahala for dollar. $3 a month is The Reading Room with Hulky and Shulky. And $5 a month is Smashing the TV. I also now offer custom trivia games on Fiverr. So if you want to take your game night to the next level, you can hire me. A link to the Fiverr is in the episode description. Now that we have all that important stuff out of the way, let's smash right into this episode. Hello, my Gamma friends. Today I'm joined by Darren McClemens uh, uh, from the YouTube channel of the same name to review the Merry Christmas episode, uh, Merry Christmas episode of Ben 10. Um, and as always, for a hot call for it all, we have uh, Derek Sager, Gabriel Floral, and Film Critter. Uh, uh, how are you doing, Darren? I am good. I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I uh, I've wanted to have you on for a while, and uh, I'll, and um, uh, also been wanting to uh, wanting to be able to do something with Ben Ten for a while because I uh because that was a show that I loved as a kid, and it's uh and it's always nice getting the nostalgia trip getting going back to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, this episode, uh, uh, this episode, I had a lot of fun with it. It, it was really wacky but i uh, but i had a lot of fun with it <laughs> yeah this was an episode um just kind of like picking like a random episode from the show this one's definitely really weird to just kind of look at this as like a standalone episode mm-hmm. um i know just like within the ben 10 franchise this is an episode people don't typically like love there's a lot of people that like this is their least favorite episode oh, and I, I i can definitely see why that's the case like i think mm-hmm. again out of Every other episode of Ben 10, this is one that you kind of look at and be like, yeah, that was kind of a strange episode when you look yeah. at it as a complete thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can definitely understand where they're coming from. Uh, um, um, the uh, like, I haven't watched any Ben 10 in many years, so I think mm-hmm. my uh, my view might be a bit skewed. Sure. Uh, I'm just like, uh, like, um, high on nostalgia watching it. <laughs> Sure. So, uh, uh, so that might be why I'm, uh, I really liked it. But I, I did think for the concept of a Christmas episode of Ben Ten, they did sign that uh, they did sign very interesting and uh, and and um, that's not just uh, as as simple as it gets. Uh, as like, uh, it, I think it was really clever the idea of having. Uh, uh, Grandpa Max getting uh, kidnapped uh, because people <laughs> think he's Santa. I think yeah. it's really clever. Yeah, I think like obviously a bunch of these shows, you know, like when you're on like a major like network, you have to be like, all right, here's your yearly Christmas thing. It's like, all right, which show can we do a Christmas episode of? And Ben 10 in concept, at least in classic, is a very interesting one to pick because it is a show that takes place in the summertime how do you make a a, yeah. a christmas episode in summer like we've had some other cartoons do that as well and it was very interesting to see how they went about doing that in again a show that takes place yeah. all the time during summertime yeah. <laughs> and and um i didn't look at when the, uh, exactly this was released i'm wondering if maybe they uh, this was like released in the summer maybe it's like a christmas in july kind of thing because uh and because uh, as if uh, it released in the summer, it weren't that uh, at or 
or even if it released in the winter, uh, enter, it would just be so strange because it is obviously set in summer, just like the rest of the show. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I, I always find it very, like, interesting how people go about making these episodes. And again, like, half the time when people are making these, like, when they're actually making the episodes, if they're meant to come out around Christmas time, they're making them during the summer. Like, like, mm-hmm. like they're creating the episode during the summer. So I, I do find it very interesting um, what goes into making, like, a Christmas episode. Yeah. And, and yeah, guys, I kind of miss uh, us when we had, uh, when, like, with linear tv there would be always is some kind of christmas episodes every year of different shows that you like like now in the streaming age it seems like it's so much less common uh and i always love uh getting to see christmas episodes of things mm-hmm. yeah oh no i am the like same way i love like different tropes and stuff in tv and you know, it still definitely happens, but, like, that era of, like, 22 episodes mm-hmm. a season where you'd have your first episode of the season, and then you have the first half, and then you'd have a Christmas episode, and then you have, like, a mid-season mm-hmm. thing, and then you'd have eight more episodes, and, like, you, you know, you had, and each year you would have a different, if it's, like, a Halloween episode or, like, whatever, each year oh, yeah. they have their own thing, and that is definitely expiring as cable TV is slowly yeah. going away, Um. so, they- yeah. I, it, it really does sadden me because I'm because uh, I think there's so many shows that could do some um, really cool things with doing uh, a concept like that uh, mm-hmm. at um like a lot of the uh, uh, the Marvel shows on Disney Plus I feel like they could have some really uh, mm-hmm. fun things that I and they don't even have to make it be a part of a regular season they can just do a special uh, a special sure. Christmas episode uh, I would. But I think uh, I think I I, I feel like uh, I feel like companies just aren't as brave. Uh, I have been willing to do things like that as mm-hmm. they used to. Uh, oh, and oh, uh, like another one uh, on I th- I've uh, I kind of uh, I think would be a really cool one to see if, uh, a Christmas episode uh, uh, because it's a because uh, it would be a very strange one for it is a Christmas episode of Wednesday. Uh, mm. from Netflix. I think that would be, be co- really cool. Like have the she's going uh uh going home to her family from uh from school for Christmas. I think that could be uh, a really interesting, especially since it's uh it's obviously the Adams Halloween. family is not yeah. uh, on a Christmas uh, uh thing at all. Yeah, sure. Um, the uh so I I had uh, I really jo- uh enjoyed the uh I'd, um like the uh. The whole feel of it just uh, as was exactly what I would want uh, uh want out of Christmas as uh, Christmas for Ben Ten and uh, mm-hmm. and the um uh, it was really funny when they uh they had him uh had him turn into I don't remember the name of the of the alien but he's, <laughs> uh, uh but it was uh the orange beast alien that, wild uh, mutt yeah wild mutt uh, uh, to <laughs> to ride on him I thought that was really funny yeah um the I the I, I think it's interesting concept that the uh, concept that there is this uh this curse that is on this place and that these people are trying to get uh, uh get Santa uh, come back I guess to break the curse kind of <laughs> yeah I think in like I think in concept it's a fun idea to have like okay they think like they like they, they they think Grandpa Max is Santa Claus so they kidnap him and they're trying to make him Santa. Um, they really don't, and you know, this is uh, probably an issue with only doing the story in like 20 minutes, but like they don't really elaborate anything about the curse, about how it works. Is Santa real, or were they all just cursed to think Santa's real? I was really wondering about the is Santa's real part. Uh, is he does he exist in this universe? Yeah, it's it's really not established. They don't say where the curse came from, like it it is kind of very, um foggy which doesn't bother me too crazy much like again i know there's people in the fandom that like hate this episode and think it's the worst (laughs) thing ever um i think i personally just have a really soft spot for it because it is the only like ben 10 christmas episode i always think like i think good sorry (laughs) to be honest it it surprises me that it's the only one across so many uh, a different ben 10 shows i'm surprised that they haven't done uh on Mm -hmm. any more since then (laughs) Yeah, no, it really made me sad because, like, a big plot line of this episode was that 
that these three have never been all together around the Christmas time. And I was like, yeah, that is kind of sad. It made me even sadder that they've <laughs> yeah. never done, like, they never do again. Like, we never see that time of year in Ben 10. We don't really even see really winter time. Like, that's not a very popular setting in the Ben 10 world, even in the future shows where it's not just during the summertime. Like, like I feel that classic would be the hardest place to do a Christmas episode and they just never do it again, which, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely... Uh, kind of sad that we that, that we never get something yeah. like that again. Um, I was thinking about watching. What could uh, what uh, what more uh, or could I actually want out of the Christmas episode for Ben Ten? The only thing I think that could have been uh, and really funny that uh, it, um, it, but it wouldn't make sense to this story. It could make sense in something else. Is have that it's uh, it's Santa Vilgax. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I think Santa Vilgax as a villain would be so much fun. I yeah. I think they uh, I think that's one where it's a lot more fun for us who are adults now than if uh, and probably if it were uh, probably for kids because um I imagine uh, I imagine they wouldn't want to have the idea of a evil Santa for kids <laughs> <laughs> that might uh, that might terrify children. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else I would, like, I feel like I wouldn't even need it to be, like, the plot to be heavily around Christmas. I would just want, like, a, just, like, an episode taking place during the holiday. Like, I just, just have it, like, there's a big, like, they're having a family dinner thing, and the, like, crew can't make it back in time because they're fighting some villain, and that's the whole thing, them having to get back to the family for Christmas. Like, I think that could be a fun little one-off thing especially like in later seasons like like in like the alien force and like the ultimate alien they do truly feel like a family in that show like they are so mm-hmm. close and i think that would very much like represent what christmas is like at its core oh yeah and and i and i would for something like that i would uh, i i wouldn't have like there'd be any kind of special villain i would have it just simply one of the recur- reoccurring villains that appears throughout mm-hmm. the show like Maybe Doctor Animo, uh, oh, could yeah. be the villain. I think that uh, Ink would work. Uh, yeah, I can, that's uh, and <laughs> I honestly love that uh, that concept for uh, for a um kind of superhero thing of having it that it's a they're trying to get home for Christmas, but they uh, uh but they're villains in their way. I honestly, uh, honestly, before we uh, knew what the plot of of um Spider Man No Way Home was gonna be. Since we knew it was gonna release around Christmas, I was yeah. I was wanting Spider Man Home for the Holidays, and it's uh, it's him <laughs> it him on the run because of what happened at the end of uh, Far From Home, and there's villains yeah. trying to uh, get him, and he's like trying to get uh, uh get back to Aunt May's house for Christmas. Oh, that'd be great. I I think, I mean, I just think that like Spider Man Christmas go hand in hand so well. Like they, they there's something about it just makes sense. I would love like a special presentation on like Disney Plus, oh, where yeah. it's like, and again, that would never happen because Sony's weird. Mm-hmm. But like, I would just love it. It's just, it's just like a 40 minute special about Spider Man saving people around Christmas. Like that's all it is. It'd, it'd be great. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, you know, one thing with this, uh, uh, this, um. Christmas episode that I, I did find a little strange is so <laughs> they uh, uh in the, I think it's kind of a plot hole so it's not that big of a deal but it's uh, uh but um at the end when we see uh, uh when we see um the elf that helped them all grown up they uh he so he winks at them uh and which should clue them in that me uh, that. He still did experience all of this, but yeah. he then got to te- uh, teleport back to his time. Versus, uh, uh ver- they afterwards were like, "Oh, this must have just never happened for him now." Which yeah. is that's obviously not a- at all what happened. <laughs> <laughs> if he uh, if he winked at you, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to mean that he remembers you guys. Yeah, I mean, and and again. 
like this episode is like they like throw so many kind of ideas and concepts at this to try and make it make sense and it i think it makes less sense like it was it a curse was it time travel was it like what exactly happened here and i think the end of the the day we don't get a clear-cut answer it's just like hey you can try to piece it together if you want but also (laughs) maybe don't think about it too crazy much because it doesn't make sense (laughs) yeah um you know you imagine how most of the fandom doesn't like this episode. It honestly surprised me at first when you said that because of the fact that on IMDb it has a seven point one out of ten, which oh interesting seems pretty decent. Uh, sure, uh, decent. Like uh, I, I, but on I do see where they're coming from because like uh, like looking back on Bed Ten, there are some really cool episodes of that show, and it's uh, oh so this being as um weird and out of it as it is i can i can easily see why this isn't sign that would be on uh, a lot of people's uh, uh really liking but uh, mm-hmm. i can but the fact that it, uh, i that it had a uh, 7.1 out of 10 on imdb it made me think when i was uh when i was looking at this episode to review that uh oh that a lot of people liked it i uh, i thought yeah. at least uh, yeah i mean i also think it depends on what you're looking at as well like like within the strong fandom it is definitely a very vocal opinion that yeah this is one of the weaker episodes of the classic series Mm -hmm. uh but also maybe if you like if i wasn't around the fandom if i just watched it as a kid i might be like hey yeah i liked that episode when i was a kid i'll rate it 7.1 or something right if you're not actively watching it and thinking about it and talking about it maybe you do like it more than like others would Mm mm-hmm I can see that. Uh, uh, um, the uh, yeah, I feel I feel like it probably wasn't smart of me to choose this as the uh, as one to review. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, and I say that because there's not a lot to talk about with this episode. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to say here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, yeah, it is, uh, again, a very weird one to just kind of single out when you're talking about the show. Like, I th- I think it'd be very funny for someone to have, like, never seen this show and be like, hey, watch this episode. Like, I would be so curious to see what they would oh, think gosh. about this one out of all of them. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, like if you did something like that, they would, fu- uh, they, it actually, I feel like, could, uh, uh, could be... A really great way to get them uh, into it because uh, uh, I think not seeing any of the rest, they'll uh, they will um like this episode. But then uh, uh and then and and it is an episode where it's very easy to get into because there's not any overarching any story from the show going on. Mm-hmm. But then you can introduce them to the rest of the show, and they uh, and. They can like everything else even more, uh, uh, more because it's uh because it's better than this, yeah. In a way, I think uh, I think so. Honestly, I could I wouldn't be surprised if that uh, that could actually be a decent way to get them interested in the show because I would not uh, if if I were trying to introduce someone to the show, I would not want to ever introduce them with like a plot heavy episode where it's uh where it's like the whole uh where the entire show hinges on this moment because that's gonna be too much for them mm-hmm. versus having a, a and um i think honestly uh a show's really benefit from having smaller episodes like this mm-hmm. uh, as, um because it because uh, it really does make the feel world feel li- uh, lived in as well because it's uh uh versus uh, and I know a lot of people like to say, "Oh, these are filler episodes." I hate the uh, I hate the concept of filler episode because it's uh, uh because um I have so much fun with the uh, with episodes and shows where they're just uh, where it isn't connected to the uh, main storyline. It's just it's a, a little own thing, uh, and because that because uh, those really make me feel more connected to these characters in their day to day life than uh mm-hmm. if than the big episodes well and yeah and that also like this like bentan classic was that like it was a very like episodic show for the most part every episode Mm -hmm. was this kind of 
overarching thing, especially most of classic. Like the first season, there are there is kind of an idea of like Bill Gats coming that they do tease, but basically every episode is its own thing. Mm -hmm. Season two, even more so. Like almost every episode is its own thing. And like there are some things at the end that kind of tie in. Season three was the first time. Um, that it had like a overarching storyline that you know mm -hmm. like you had to watch this one to get this one to get this one so i think an episode like this you know very much fits in with what ben tang classic was it just oh, yeah. i don't know i i, I maybe wish they i don't want to say put more thought into this one but i do wish they mm -hmm. made it a little bit like i it, it didn't feel like they had a clear vision at what the yeah, ultimate goal that. was. <laughs> I could say that. I, I imagine this was more of one where it's like the uh cartoon hours is like, hey, you gotta put a Christmas episode into your season. Uh <laughs> is and and so they just uh they quickly uh they figured out something that could be decently interesting and not uh, yeah. uh nothing uh nothing too crazy and they just uh and just wrote it and animated it uh, uh and mm -hmm. to get it out i i don't think anybody was probably looking at this is like this is my passion episode of of ben 10 <laughs> sure uh, hey i i i really do though uh, it really does sad me though how we've gone into this age where so many people just hate on uh, on any kind of uh i have episodes that aren't connected to a big plot cuz Sure. Those are so, uh, those episodes. Uh, those can be so fun. Like uh, I, I, uh, I love the uh, love that with the Arrowverse that there's episodes we can go back to where we don't have to understand anything else that was going on in the se <laughs> season to be able to and just uh, enjoy watching those. Like yeah, uh, uh, like uh the Christmas episodes of the Flash. Like yeah. Those are some of those are so much fun. Like, uh, uh like when they had Mark Hamill, uh, uh, uh as the trickster <laughs> teaming up, yeah, with, uh, aiming up with, uh, was it Weather Wizard and, uh, Weather and Captain Wizard, Cold? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, like I, I love that. Uh, uh, it's not you can just go back to and watch that without, uh, without having a, a needing to understand anything else that's going on. Mm -hmm. Those episodes were always kind of interesting because, like. Like, like usually their crossover would have been the like episode prior to that. So they obviously had to kind of get back into the groove of things. But that was often not only their Christmas episode, but it was also their like mid season point. So they had yeah. to get, like they had to get over the crossover, do their mid season point. There was usually like a massive cliffhanger mm -hmm. that they set up. Like so, like those Christmas episodes, I think were some of like some of my favorite episodes because they oh, yeah. had to do so much in each of them. So yeah, yeah for sure. I and you know, I honestly wish at some point that we had gotten a uh, a Christmas themed crossover. I think that would have been so would much be cool. fun. Yeah, like uh, I, uh, it would be very interesting. To see, like, like, like you could have it. It um, Oliver Queen is being very grinchy, and uh, and like Barry has uh, Barry has to try and get him into the Christmas spirit. It yeah. would be so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I had always pitched uh like a Thanksgiving episode with like Flash and Supergirl where like Barry goes over to like Supergirl's house to like to like have oh. the celebration and then some alien attacks and then they have to go off and fight it together and then they go home. Like it was a you know, very like one off thing, but like yeah, yeah no, I think I, 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 I think something like that would be very cool. <laughs> oh yeah. I that'd be uh, that was fun. Um uh, it, it, <laughs> They they had uh, had some pretty awesome ideas though for crossovers. It uh, yeah, for uh, sure. said I've uh, I, and that's <laughs> gonna be uh, that now that the Arrowverse is basically over uh, over. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't even watch Superman Lois anymore. Uh, uh more, to be honest, <laughs> uh, it's like like that. Uh, I could still piss me off about the uh, the uh, that uh whole oh we uh we're we're in the Arrowverse or not in the Arrowverse, and they're finally, yeah. uh, they're finally, uh, finally at the end of season two, be like, no, nothing that you <laughs> like exists. Yeah, Th like that, uh, like that, just pissed me off so much that I just stopped watching the show. And I, uh, oh, but I, it, the Arrowverse proper, it, I will always miss that because this, because uh, I think that was probably the most I ever like felt uh, uh like. 
connected and feel, uh, felt like I uh, felt like I was really watching comics come to life, uh, uh, yeah. life with uh, life with those shows. Uh, I was in, I love that we had uh, had so much to watch every week, like that was so cool to me, and uh, and all uh, the uh, the crossovers uh, uh, crossovers are definitely a sign that I'll miss it. Uh, I miss getting to see uh, every year because those those all all felt like such great events to uh, as yeah. join together and watching uh, as a fandom. The uh, I. I still, uh, I still wish that uh, uh, that James Gunn would just uh, would um let them make for like Max or something a one final crossover thing as like mm-hmm. a either mini series or a movie. Like I like I feel like that's a uh, that's a great way to let them uh, let them get some um final goodbye uh let uh, the fans get some final goodbyes to this universe mm-hmm. before he's uh, uh he starts his and um i uh, and i think that there's uh i think there's definitely a lot uh, a lot more fans that care to see that than any kind of conclusion to the dceu at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i would love a, a film like i i think that would be like the dream thing like let you know, you can like wrap up some legend stuff. You can wrap up some like Batwoman stuff. Obviously, Flash yeah. did get its ending, but like, you know, throw him back in there, throw in like the Earth Prime Superman in there, like do some yeah. things. Like, we never saw Bruce Wayne, they teased it, but he's still lost out there. So maybe you can bring in that stuff if you really wanted to. Yeah. There is, think... you know, definitely like that's mm-hmm. the dream. Think... It, it would never happen, but I, I'd love yeah. it too. Oh, yeah. And like, they were uh, they were literally trying to tease stuff like this with the uh what they were like uh with the Earth Prime comic and mm-hmm. yep the finale <laughs> of Star Girl had uh, uh Jay Garrick be like uh, like there's something happening in the future like I want to see what that is <laughs> yeah. and I uh, I would be more interested in seeing a, a, a um a final crossover thing for uh for the Arrowverse and Stargirl than I would be uh, uh than I am about the uh, uh James Gunn's uh, uh, new oh, wow. universe okay. to be honest like I <laughs> uh like cuz these are the characters I uh, throughout my whole teens I was watching those uh, yeah. uh and so I I've I've grown so uh oh protective over them and I want sure. uh, I want to see them uh, get their uh their endings and just and get to see like the uh, the um justice league finally uh finally see the justice league yeah and, uh, and i think uh, uh, i decided could uh, they could do something with uh that with this and <laughs> i feel like uh like if james gunn let them do this he probably unlike the uh, the previous uh um people uh, oh for dc he would probably actually let them use the Justice League name. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like he's not—he doesn't seem like he's as restrictive of a person as the people who came before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I'm rambling about DC stuff now. I think people about because uh, there's just nothing to talk about with this uh, with the yeah the Ben yeah. Ten episode. Yeah, I mean, kind of going back to like the Ben Ten, like the actual episode. I, I I did find it very interesting how they used the like aliens within the episode. I thought having your wild mud as your reindeer was very cute. I think having um accelerate like get the like thousands of snowballs and he's racing around them and throwing oh, yeah. them at the the giant robots. I thought that was very fun. I thought that I thought Stinkfly was very silly and you know like he's also your reindeer. Also, I was I think it like it's very funny that it implied that. Uh, he he flew around the world in ten minutes, and I think that's very funny to me. <laughs> um, but you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't know. I I don't know how that works at all, but yeah, it somehow I, it, does. <laughs> I, I like how they uh, uh how they like really made a point of, uh, uh, about how it's, uh, uh, it's funny that this is in the summer because uh, or because they like uh they had. A kid walking out of his house, he's like, yeah. a Christmas present in summer. <laughs> and I don't know how she knew it was a Christmas present. Could have just been a present. Like, <laughs> someone left me a present. Oh, um, 
<laughs> oh, it, it, uh, you know, it's honestly really surprises me. The uh, eyes of me, um, we haven't heard anything, uh, any since the reboot ended about there being mm. any more Ben 10. Like, that's like, I feel like that was a really big moneymaker for Cartoon Network that I thought that they would have wanted to keep trying to make like more stuff with yeah i mean this is the thing there's there's been a bunch of rumored stuff these last couple years um i know about a year i mean every every couple months we hear a new thing come out like oh they're making a new thing and they get rumored to be announced soon um a year ago about a year ago or so someone had like someone had they like they were doing this like q a and they're like you know ask me anything and someone asked like hey what do you work like what's happening with with like ben 10 and they had said that they were working on two different projects like two like they were doing two things within the fandom and, and like everyone's like whoa what does this mean like and we, and we were all waiting for something to be official and then like 24 hours later that post got d- deleted like and we're like is, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing like the, like does that mean it's not true or that it is true like we didn't know and since then we haven't heard anything like it was again it was rumored a couple months ago that like they were planning on something and then the strike happened like we don't know uh i i i still think something's happening at some point in time it is very clear that this franchise is very popular like this week alone it's been trending all week there hasn't been a new like in the prime franchise it ended nine years ago and fans are still talking about it to this day so i think something's happening i just don't know when (laughs) i do i really hope though if they are to like to make another thing i hope that they uh they have it be in the original universe and not uh not Mm -hmm. in the reboot uh uh I I couldn't get into the reboot to be honest. So, yeah. Uh, uh, and I still really want, uh, really want a um an an age up with uh Ben where he's like in his twenties. Uh, I yeah. so I think would be so much fun. Uh, and and you can have it be a little bit more mature. Uh, or mm-hmm. um like I I talked to you about this like uh like. Like two years ago or so, I think. Uh, I think actually on Twitter, where I was like, I, I, the tone of signing like Invincible feels to me like uh uh like mm-hmm. if you uh uh if Ben Ten actually grew up as we uh as uh, as we as uh, as fans grew up and it uh, and sure. the show got more mature uh, or like that and. That's why I I love the Invincible show so much. It's great. Is it, uh, is it it just gives me that feel of uh, of watching an action cartoon show from my uh, childhood. I agree, but it's uh, but it's aged up with me, and I I want to see that happen with uh, signing with Ben Ten. Uh, um, I for one would uh, definitely wanted to follow more of an art style like what the the Alien Force and Ultimate Alien had uh, had. I couldn't get into the art uh, art style of the uh, of um omniverse Omniverse, uh, arts, arts, but I wouldn't mind there being like it being a slightly mix of those uh, of those two as well. Uh, uh, Like, Mm -hmm. I just want something that I have where he's an adult because I think that would be so much fun to see. And like, you could either have it be on on Max or you could have it be on Adult Swim. To be honest, yeah. Like they've uh, they've um started venturing it seems into more uh or serious stuff with adult swim in recent years with uh with like um adventures of superman and like the uh yeah. and um uh and like i think it was like five years ago or something they brought back uh like samurai jack for a a, a adult oriented show uh, uh though where it wasn't just a parody of it or something yeah yeah, I mean, that's kind of always been my like. I'm in two minds when it comes about bringing back Ben Ten. I there's a part of me that would I I mean I think like the ultimate win would just be like another show that carries on with his journey from where we left off, right? That's I think what most people dream of when they hear about Ben Ten coming back. Um, I would also not be upset with another reboot. Um, not the same one that we saw, mm-hmm. but a new one because I. Ben Ten's a world and a franchise that I would love to be this like generational franchise where everyone has their own version. 
like your Batman, like your Transformers. So we had our Ben 10 for many years. This next gen had their Ben 10. I wasn't a big fan of it either. But also, I know I've heard so many people that that is now their Ben 10 and they loved that show and they have, they're going to end up saying, hey, yeah, that's a show I grew up on. And I think that's amazing. And I do want that for them. Um, and I would love yeah. for them to do that again with a next gen with with the character. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> honestly, I think this is a uh, this is a franchise where they could do both. Uh, all yeah, all hundred percent. They can. Uh, they can have that for the uh, for the young kids, and then we can mm-hmm. uh, then doing sign also for the uh, people who grew up on the original. I think. Yeah. And I think both would be popular. I I I would love that. I I I would love that, and I I think Ben Ten also. Like, I, I think the reboot, you know, I haven't finished a reboot. I haven't, like, watched it, like, front to back. But from what I hear, you know, like, that is a show that is centered more for younger children. And I think that's completely fine. Uh, but I do think Ben 10 works best when it is, it obviously is a show made for a family. But also, it gets really dark. Like, classic oh, yeah. got dark. And it, it takes itself... Uh, it doesn't look down on kids. And, like, that's the stuff I loved growing up. It was like, hey, we're not making a show that's meant for, like, kindergartners. It's a show where a kindergartner could probably watch a show, but it is I also, like, a 12-year-old can watch it, and a 20-year-old can watch it, and a 40-year-old can watch it. And it's just entertaining for anyone. And it, it I think it, like, prepares you for life. Like, it's not scary. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not going to, like, traumatize you. But it does get you ready that, like, hey, the world is harsh. And it, it gets you ready for that. And I, I think if they can balance a, a thing of, like, being family friendly, but also looking at the the fans of the last twenty years and being like, "Yeah, this is for you as well." So I think that would be the, oh, yeah. the perfect I, balance. Yeah, like um, makes me think of uh, of the one and only uh, a like sequel uh, old reboot kind of show that I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, a sign from my childhood where it, uh, uh where um it actually really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the iCarly sequel. Have you ever oh, okay. seen? Uh, uh, have you ever seen iCarly? I've seen episodes, but I haven't. So, I haven't oh. watched it like start to back or anything. So, the, uh, oh, the iCarly reboot. Uh, oh, I love about it is that it. Uh, it well, it still has a similar tone to the original. Uh, original, and kids could watch it. Uh, watch it. Mm-hmm. it wouldn't be too inappropriate. But it's it it also deals with uh it has that these characters have aged up and they mm-hmm. and they feel like they've aged up they uh they feel like uh and they um talk about adult things they uh and they they talk about sex they uh, yeah they they had an episode where they were like uh where they made a point of how Carly doesn't uh, doesn't curse very much, and they got her to say "bitch" in, in the episode, <laughs> and it and that was really funny. And the uh, and yeah. it, it it's a show where it really felt to me like it uh, uh it had aged up with the fandom, and it 100%. Uh, and I think that's what you need to do if you're going to have any kind of reboot. Uh, uh, I mm. think uh, you need to age it up with fandom. So you can make it where it's uh, where it's time where it's not gonna be too inappropriate where someone won't want their kid watching it, but you're sure. uh, but uh, but make sure that you're uh, make sure that the original fans uh, and still have something for them. It's not just sign for hundred uh, percent kids. Yeah, no, I I think and I think a lot of studios are finally realizing this when bringing back shows that you grew up on is that your audience grew up with it like you you can't just go back to doing what you made 30 years ago there everyone that is coming back the main people you're pulling in have are there now grown up and they have their own kids and they have their own problems and you definitely need to cater to that um the issue with ben 10 that i i definitely fear and again i would love that i would love a more not like invincible level like i wouldn't want to yeah, see not like saying, brains and blood oh, yeah. i'm not like saying that. i want that uh, uh brains and blood uh, yeah uh, Maybe a little blood, not not a lot. A little but bit, a little sure, bit. sure, sure, uh, sure. It's, it's to make it feel like it's uh, more adult, but the uh, uh, but just like the feeling of it, uh, them dealing with more adult problems sometimes, mm. and it's uh, uh, sometimes and um, just have it feel like it, uh, like these are characters who are going through life. They aren't, uh, mm-hmm. they aren't just stuck in uh, in 
all uh, uh, being kids where they uh, where they didn't have to deal with real life problems. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. I mean, I I think my pitch, and I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, is this kind of middle ground um where it is a couple years after we left off but we don't jump into Ben 10,000 yet cuz i that i think that's what everyone really wants is Ben 10,000 i'm under the the thing Isn't where i that don't kind of like when he's like in his 40s yeah i mean i mean i i've never found ben, i love Ben 10,000 i think it's a lot of fun when you bring him in i think a show about him would become very boring very quick yeah. i think you I think like I think that show would be what people think Superman is, where he just it, it's going to be hard to make that show interesting week to week. It's going to be hard to make villains mm-hmm. compelling and strong without just making them these like ultimate power bad guys. Like I I think if you do that, yeah. I think if you're going in that area, you have to do Kenny, you have to do a son. Um, but like my pitch was always like age 20. I like I, I always liked the idea it was age 20. Ben had officially been doing this for 10 years equal to word to Ben 10, kind of bring that in and kind of show his journey to becoming Ben 10,000, seeing how he becomes this hero of heroes, how he meets Kai, how how they fall in love, how they uh, how they have eventually, not how they have Kenny, but like seeing the road to that point, getting to see the like new watch that he ends up getting in the future, like getting to see that journey there to becoming a full-on adult um and 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 then again like again that's 10 years after the original show they have definitely aged see how they all have kind of moved around and see how like rook goes through so much stuff within that time and so does gwen and kevin like there's so much to explore in that timeline that's that's where i would love to play in like the ben 10 world and i think um what i I think that sign like ben 10,000 like i feel like that's like uh, like still like Two or three more incarnations before we uh, uh before we would be getting to that point really uh, yeah. uh really but also also be honest uh, honest though I I like that him as a character I always got so confused with his episodes on uh, odes in the shows they they just mm-hmm. all just felt so weird and like I'm pretty sure some of them were like they weren't actually canon or something and they were like and it was a different Ben 10,000 it was like what uh, uh so I think I, I wouldn't even mind if they didn't ever try to get uh get mm-hmm. to how the Ben 10,000 was uh, uh um and also I don't think I would want them to get futuristic like that so sure. I, I want it to still feel like it's in the uh, in present day then mm-hmm. that uh, in um and play with uh within the world that we uh we actually have uh have all uh, versus uh uh versus with sign like uh, uh I where it's futuristic I feel like it would just it would feel too much removed from what we love about Ben Ten mm-hmm. uh and um in a way like how like a lot of horror fans and, and hated. Jason X, uh, uh, X from the Friday the 13th series because it, it went all the way into the future. It was like, what? Why? Sure. Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, the thing about Ben 10,000 is each time Ben meets that version of Ben 10,000, that version of the character no longer exists, right? Once he knows about his future, that future can no longer exist, mm-hmm. which is why in each show, there's a different version of the character um so and again i think going there like spending a whole show in that timeline kind of makes the the like specialness of like oh this is what ben 10 could be like a little less special yeah um and again i think someone has like unlimited power in that sense is so just not not fun i at all i don't think like i think the fun of ben 10 is getting to see him find the new aliens and mm-hmm. find new struggles that find new villains. And yeah, I think he has there... to be flawed. Yes. A hundred percent. And again, that's why like, again, if we go into in that time era, I think Kenny 10 would be a lot more interesting. His son show him um, start off with 10, like start mm-hmm. that journey again with him and seeing how he can... lives in a world, you know, I can see that, but I sadly don't think that would be very popular, uh, popular because uh, uh, if you look at a lot of a lot of sequel reboot things, yeah, uh, things, they do go that kids direction of the original uh, original star, and it and a lot of people end up hating it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I th- uh, and I feel like 
you could sadly get into that uh, uh, that area with a uh, uh, with um doing sign for Kenny uh, a um ten instead of uh, instead of Benton Townsend if they were to ever go to that uh, uh, that future. Sure. The <laughs> um like. I uh, I I actually like some of those uh, uh some of those sequel reboot shows where they have it be about the kids. Mm-hmm. I do understand that uh, and that that side where a lot of people absolutely hate it. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want that negativity uh, in this fandom that would come yeah. from it. I mean, that's, I mean, we're always going to have that within Ben 10. Each new yeah. Ben 10 show is usually started with hate. Like, people hated Ultimate Alien at first because they were doing different things. And people hated Omniverse for, you know, mm-hmm. this this reason or another. People definitely hated the reboots. Um, so I think it is kind of part of the course. Um, I just think you have to... I think change is just hard in general. Like, yeah. when people love a thing, it's hard for them to be like, hey, we we have this thing. Like, this is the thing that you love, but we're, but we're doing it differently. Like, that's hard for any fandom of, of any sort. Look at every new Batman casting we ever get, any new Superman casting we ever get. It's hard for people to accept that their thing is no more and we're doing something new now. So it's yeah. always going to be a struggle. I that, uh, yeah, I definitely understand that uh, at all. <laughs> I... I like... I remember one. Uh, I I I tried watching one of the episodes of the reboot once uh, for Ben Ten, and it uh, mm-hmm. and this episode that I uh, I watched uh, I had Bill Gax in it. Yep. But he wasn't a villain, and he wasn't named Bill Gax. He was just Gax. I was like, what? What the hell is this? Well, that's Ben's version of Vilgax, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Like within oh. the within the continuity, he gets that species, and it's called like Gax. Uh, again, I haven't seen oh. much of it, um, but from my understanding, it's like a mix of like Ghost Freak and Vilgax, where like there's a living species that's like inside the Omnitrix, and it kind of takes over. Okay, um, interesting. I I like. I would just remember the this character of Gaxby just so silly. Uh, and yeah, it's like Bill Gax used to be terrifying. I'm like, uh, uh, like this is not what yeah. I'm, I'm wanting on Bill Gax. I want, I want Bill Gax uh, uh, to make me wet my pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Bill Gax as a whole has gone through that journey where. Oh yeah. Classic is I like I would argue like classic Bill Gax is absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like he is such a scary villain. And going into like Alien Force and Ultimate Alien, like he gets very goofy at times. Oh he's yeah, like his each each appearance is like, all right, man, I'm no longer afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I uh, I feel like I liked Bill Gats most, like when uh, like Alien Force. Uh, or it's oh like really? That, I I thought I thought he I seem to remember really liking how he was in that. Oh interesting. Uh, and 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 I liked that it was like it felt more like an equal fight. Uh, I since it wasn't him versus just a tiny child. Out out which is and but then again I haven't watched it so in years so I uh so I sure. imagine I probably if I w- went back and watched it now I probably my my feelings on uh on Bill Gags and just anything in the show probably would change a lot uh mm-hmm. I oh one thing that I think I always see uh, a from Ben 10 fandom that I cannot understand for the life of me because this is a, it's um people hating Ben in the original series he was always such a fun character to me. Yeah. So it's always so weird to me here, seeing people in the bedtime fandom be uh, like, he's so whiny he, and we hate him. I'm like, what? How do you hate your main character of your show? I think I'm kind of there as well. I, I think, I mean, I like classic Ben. I think, I think what makes Alien Force so great is seeing that seeing the whiny the 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 little brat that we know in the original Mm -hmm. show like evolve into the 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 hero that he is and it is so satisfying um and i do think you needed the the very bratty the very selfish the very um weird hero that ben is in the original show to get to that point 
Um, and I think Venna has core is really good in classic. I do think the issue that me and a lot of people do have is that you keep doing the same arc over and over again, right? It's still mm -hmm. like, I need to learn about teamwork. I need to be what it means to be a hero. I need to, I need to learn, uh, how being a hero isn't about gaining the fame. Like it's the same kind of fundamental story beats over and over oh, yeah. and over again. And by like season three, season four, it's like, all right, Ben, I get it. Like mm -hmm. you've you've gone through this so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, which I would definitely say uh say that Ben in Alien Force and Ultimate Alien is mm -hmm. easily my favorite uh way of how he feels. He's uh like, um, he's both has a bit of that goofy side, but he's also yeah. He's uh, he's very formidable as a superhero. He's not he's not just he's not just compete uh, completely just a baby. Yeah, sure. Like that's uh, and um, I feel like uh, I feel like if, if I go uh, were to go back and watch all of them I, again, just like when I was a kid, I think uh, like I'd probably have the most fun with the uh, with the Alien Force and Ultimate Alien ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean I. The like first two seasons of Alien Force are my favorite. I think that's the peak of Ben Ten. This two season long arc that I think has the perfect tone, has the perfect style. I think that trio is just so good, and then it oh, yeah. ultimately ending in the ultimate like the ultimate battle. It's just so good. Um, and then season three is kind of like the opposite of that, right? <laughs> There's a lot of like behind the scenes drama. The, the studio wanted stuff done that the writers and stuff did not. And it, it was a wonky mess and it sent Ben back like 10,000 steps. And that was always very frustrating. But I do think like, like, like I do think Alien Force Ben, those first two seasons are just like oh, yeah. the perfect version of that character. Uh, I, 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 I remember really loving as a kid. Um, is the episodes whenever they would have, uh, have, Ben from the uh, uh from there uh, the <laughs> alien verse <laughs> alien, alien force uh, or timeline uh, uh, uh time point uh, uh meeting with the uh the child version of himself I always had mm -hmm. so much fun seeing uh that and how uh how Ben himself would get annoyed at his younger self that was so much fun to see <laughs> yeah yeah they like to do that a lot um and. I don't think they do it at all in Alien Force, but they do it once and twice in in the Ultimate Alien, and then in Omniverse they do it like at least once a season. Like they do it all yeah. the time, and I never got tired of it. Like I always enjoyed when I current Ben got to meet a past Ben. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, with uh, with um Omniverse now I have like a little bit of trouble with the uh with like the art style, but also uh, also like. When we uh, uh when immediately within the first episode of the show, they're like, "No, nah, we're not gonna have uh have Gwen and Kevin be the uh a, the other two stars of the show." I was like, "Wait, what? I I love those guys. Why are we? Why, why are they leaving? No, why? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the and also it's like, uh, it, it confused me when they uh uh is that they were trying to ha uh, go back and forth between uh in uh, the timeline of the original show and the and this because wasn't there like lots of flashbacks to the original show or something uh I with a new uh, animation style for the uh for omniverse um in the first season a big plot line does focus on stuff that happens in the past but that is really only the oh. first season. And oh, okay. it is very, I, I do think it's, and you know, they definitely try in other seasons, but re it's really only a big thing mm. in the first season. It's basically just backflash stuff to be like, okay, we need yeah. to set up, like there's a villain that happened in the past. We need to set it up when he was like 11 years old. And then we get to mm. kind of follow that okay. journey. Interesting. Um, I, but, I, <laughs> I do remember, oh, I, I do remember there was one episode of Omniverse that I made sure that I watched because I because uh, it made me so happy to see these characters return, and that was when he uh, when he crossed over with the Secret Saturdays. Yeah, that was uh, like that was so cool to me. I was like, it's <laughs> weird that they're uh, they're bringing back these characters after they had uh, they been gone <laughs> for so many years, but I love yeah. it because I loved that show. Um, and I, 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 I know that he, uh, I know that Ben 
um crosses over again with generator rex and yep. the, uh, the reboot does he uh, also cross over with the uh, with um secret saturdays again do you know in the reboot yeah um i don't think so no it was just I, generator rex um i <laughs> Well, like another one of my ideas for like uh, like continuing this franchise is like with a uh, I think it would be so cool to have there be a uh, a movie uh, a where it is Ben Ten with Generator Rex and the Secret Saturdays. That'd be I cool. Think, yeah, uh, I think doing a three way crossover movie thing I think would be so much fun. Uh, on um, like I remember after that uh, that initial generate rex crossover i was like they gotta do more of this this is <laughs> this is so much fun seeing them to, uh, them together yeah. and then they just didn't it was uh, and it was like what happened there yeah i mean they did a comic um crossover where they did where like he came where, where like um generator rex came over to our world the like ben 10 universe and he met gwen and kevin and stuff like that um, that's no longer canon to like the the show and stuff, but yeah, I I I think I I don't know why there was never a second well, I one. I guess it didn't get like great uh, a ratings or something. I don't. It know. It did very well. I just think huh. I just think like she, Generator Rex just wasn't as popular as they uh. wanted it to be. I I I don't think it was canceled, but it definitely did. It just never had the buzz that Ben Ten had, unfortunately. Um, I didn't understand that. Uh, kind of yeah. sucks, but like, like I was like, like I I loved that crossover. I was like, uh, and I was wanted him to come back. That's great. Uh, uh, I'm back, and do exactly what they did in the comic. Uh, uh comic because I wanted to see uh, uh see him in the Ben Ten art style. Uh, uh yeah. instead of uh Ben Ten and his art style, like that was so uh, Ben Ten and his art style was the one thing about that crossover was. Like, oh, really? This feels weird. Uh, weird Ben in it. his uh in that art style, but I uh I didn't hate it, but it just felt weird to me. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh it's very different. But I wanted to see what they uh, what they could do with uh with um Jerry Rex and Ben's art style. Uh, uh, I never read the comic. I never really got into mm-hmm. any of the Ben Ten comics. Yeah, comics. it was uh, I, that was mainly just because uh I was, um when I was a kid, I I didn't have any way of getting comics. Or yeah. Yeah, I had read like a few of them. Um, they're like fun if you like like that world and you want more of the story. But yeah, I don't think any of them are canon now. Same with like all the, all of the like novels and stuff like that. Like it's all kind of separate on its own now. Makes sense. Um, I don't think it's really anything else really for, uh, that we need to talk <laughs> about. To be honest, like, uh, like I. I, I, I it's all, oh, we're already at uh, we're already at an hour uh, hour and like oh wow five or uh, five or ten minutes something like that uh and so I'm like uh, I I think I uh, I think I bolstered this up enough with us talking about uh, <laughs> different Ben Ten and Arrowverse stuff so uh, oh well, that's great man I uh, I had a great time <laughs> yeah it was great having you man uh, uh and um and and you're welcome back anytime uh, I'm oh, yeah. and, I'm uh, and. I'm always happy to come on uh, on anything for you at uh, oh, if you would like. Uh, I, oh yeah, man, of course. Like, was, uh, I would like, love to have you on. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it was great having you. Uh, oh, and um, it was so nice to be able to reminisce about Ben Ten. <laughs> yes, Since I haven't. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk about it in, uh, in years, and like I, I've tried to get other people that I'm, uh, I've had on my podcast uh, as into it a bit, but. None of them, uh, none of them ever watched as a kid, so they have no interest. Sure. So, uh, so I'm like, it's nice to uh, it's nice to know someone who uh, who also watched it like <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, no, uh, everyone, please check out uh, uh Darren uh on his channel on YouTube. He's also on Twitter. Uh, I, both are are at Darren uh Aaron McClemens uh which that's uh which. Darren is obviously uh, obvious D A R E N and McClellan's is um M C C E L I M A N S S so check out uh, his stuff. He has some um fantastic content uh, and over there. Uh, thank you, thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and 
you have uh, your own podcast now with the Pipeline podcast, I think is what you call it. It is, yes, yes. We we stream that every Thursday. We talk about all the pop culture stuff, and we do a bunch of fun like rankings and stuff over there. Um, and that's every Thursday. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, definitely also check out the uh, his Pipeline podcast. That was, uh, that, that's that'd be a lot of fun as well. No, uh, um. So thank you everyone for listening. If you like this game analysis, please give a five star rate, uh, review on Apple Podcasts or a five star rating on Spotify. I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, on both uh, Ben Ten in general and uh, and this, uh, this Christmas themed episode of uh, Ben Ten. <laughs> um, so please let me know if you'd like to listen more from me. Please, uh, please subscribe. Many more game analysis from me coming. So keep on the lookout. This again is your host, Master Trivia John, signing off.